Hello and welcome back to Offbeat Grad. My name is Sam and today we are talking about um, burnout because I live here. And this is a fun way of me announcing <laughs> I'm so quirky and cool that I will be taking three weeks off of this podcast because I, the one and only, am experiencing burnout in extreme levels. And I think it's it's a special kind of burnout this time. Like, usually I, I'm no stranger to burnout. But now I'm, like, in it. And I think it is because of the election, first and foremost. Please vote, everyone, if you haven't already. It's also due to the coronavirus. It's not going well. I don't know if you knew that. It's just not great. Um, and that is all just, like, coming together to be one extreme after the next. And I need a quick little refresher. So we'll talk about burnout today and I'll tell you why I need to step back from this podcast for a hot minute. You'll also hear my dog eating food in the background and that is just a little sample of today's ASMR and you are welcome. So what is burnout? Um, it's a th- term that we like to throw around um, all the time in the freelancing and blogging world. And I think it's unique, really. I mean, anyone can experience burnout, not even in a professional sense, just in life in general. And students students definitely experience burnout. But I think it's unique when you're working from home because you feel a lot of guilt about the burnout. And when you're a content creator or you freelance and you're sort of your own boss, and that is honestly such a privilege to be in charge of your own schedule that I feel like there's a lot of guilt that comes along with it because you feel like, oh, I set my own hours. Oh, I choose what clients I want to work with. So like, I don't deserve to have the same experience with burnout because unlike a student or someone who works a traditional office job, you don't have that same structure where someone else is sort of forcing you, quote unquote, obviously you're not really being forced to do certain things or do certain tasks and you have a lot more freedom. So therefore you don't deserve to feel burnout. That's at least how I feel about it. And I don't think I'm the only one. So that makes it really hard to like really recognize the early symptoms and take action because you feel sort of like not great and you feel like you shouldn't feel that way and it just sort of invalidates the feelings and it just adds to the spiral of burnout. So what is burnout? It is chronic stress. That's a psychological (laughs) definition, but what does that mean? It means you're likely to feel a state of detachment, so you're not really interested in anything. You're exhausted. That one's key for me. And you really struggle to feel like any sense of accomplishment, even if you are progressing like in your personal or or career. And it's basically, it can start very small and it eventually will lead to the inability to function on a professional or personal level at all. If you've had a breakdown, your girl knows. (laughs) I've had a lot. Um, And you don't want to get there. It's not fun. It's not cute. (laughs) Nothing good happens after that. And sometimes a little bit of a breakdown is, is a useful tool to like bring change in your life. But it's not something you really want to like push yourself towards if you can avoid it. And that's key. So burnout doesn't happen overnight. It's not like you wake up one day and you're like, nope, (laughs) we're done. No, it happens very gradually. And I think in the early stages, it's easy to just sort of push through it, but you really should do the opposite. So because early intervention can really prevent it from reaching like the extreme states and you can actually sort of like get back on track um, the sooner you actually take action. So that's what I'm trying to do now. So anyway, the earliest signs of burnout, what are they? 
These can look a little bit different for everyone, but in general, the earliest sign is lack of energy, and that's <laughs> technically called chronic fatigue. So it basically means you're getting eight plus hours of sleep at night and you still feel like garbage. And if you consistently are experiencing lack of energy, this is one of the earliest signs that one, you could have a deficiency, but two, you could be experiencing the early stages of burnout. So beware. <laughs> Next is insomnia. This totally goes along with this. I have issues sleeping in good times, so I don't know that this is a good indicator for me, but for people who usually fall asleep without issue, if you're having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep one to two nights per week, this could also be a sign of burnout. And fun fact, um, it makes it worse. <laughs> so no one's surprised, but the lack of sleep is its own like horrible cycle and it ends up making things even worse later down the road. So if you're really struggling to go to sleep, I highly recommend you <laughs> rethink your sleep routine. You, you make sure you're doing healthy nighttime habits and maybe invest in like melatonin or some kind of natural supplement to help you sleep because the more you like fall behind on sleep, like the worse it gets. Next is forgetfulness, and this is the inability to remember things, usually on a short-term basis, not really like long-term memories, but if, if like a client tells you something yesterday and then by this morning you, you're like sort of struggling to remember what that is or you forget tasks or you, you let things slide that you wouldn't usually, this is another sign of burnout. I personally struggle a lot with forgetfulness. That's why I try to be really diligent with keeping notes and setting reminders because I know that as soon as like I start to get overwhelmed, I really start to forget things that are that are bad. It's not good. It's no fun. You don't want to feel like you're falling behind and it just sort of stresses you out even more. So if you are starting to notice signs of being really tired all the time and being forgetful, like this is an issue. And along with this is impaired concentration. So this could mean a lack of focus or eventually it will get to the point where you can't work at all. And I know I've reached this this blockade where I've reached a point with certain clients where I can't work anymore. And it is a really scary point to get to because obviously you need to work to make money and I'm not like, <laughs> I don't have a trust fund. So I need to keep working or I can't eat and I like eating. So stopping it before you get here is important, but it will start much, much more basic than that. Just with like a lack of focus, you're really struggling to get into your tasks. Like even if you follow the same routine and that could even lead to real physical symptoms. So this is, for me, not always the case. Um, it could lead to headaches, chest pain, heart palpitations, shortness of breath. You could even get dizzy. I personally do get stress headaches, but I'm pretty good at treating them, and I get headaches pretty easily. I'm prone to migraines. So I don't think this one really relates to me, but if you are noticing like a sudden onset of these symptoms, like first of all, go to a doctor, but second of all, like it could be a sign of something that's happening like <laughs> in your brain versus your body. And this also ties into like an increased sickness, I guess. So your immune system actually gets weaker. It's affected by stress. You're more likely to fall sick with like a cold or a virus or the flu, which, you know, is not a good thing right now during the coronavirus. Um, and I try not to let that like really get in my way, but I do know that I'm prone more to like um, colds when I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I do think it's because you're just so stressed and your body can only do so much and you're just like pushing it to the brink and it, it, it can't fight off like these illnesses because you're just not doing well. 
So you might feel less hungry, you might struggle with increased um, apathy, which is a really big issue for me, is just like the lack of interest in everything. And I understand being a, a, like a little bit not interested in things you're working on, that is a natural thing sometimes. You're not always gonna love everything you're doing like for your career, but at the same time, when that starts bleeding over into your personal life, you start to isolate, you, you don't really enjoy the things you used to enjoy. That to me is a surefire sign that my depression is flaring up. And you don't have to suffer from like chronic depression to feel depression and anxiety symptoms during a, a, a burnout episode. So even if you don't have a history of these these problems, um, you could experience a lot of the same symptoms and you could also experience a lot of anger. So if you're actually lashing out at people in your work life, in your personal life that you normally <laughs> don't have issues with, um, I know that I usually will lash out to my friends, my significant other, and I know in my head when it's happening that it is not rational and that they they don't really deserve like the way I'm treating them, but at the same time, I'm just angry. And it's so much easier to lash out at them than to like coworkers. So that's usually how my anger will reflect itself. And that's not cute. So we try to not do that. But last but not least, one of the last signs of a burnout episode is a sense of looming dread. So this is sort of hard right now because I don't know about you, but I feel a sense of looming dread just in general about the state of the world. And it's hard to tell which one is related to whom, but I do feel a sense of dread about my my work life, which is unusual. And I feel I'm like taking on new challenges and I feel like I'm gonna fail at them all and I'm just like dreading working every day and that's not a feeling I like to have. So that's how I know I'm going through it personally. You probably won't have every single one of these things. If you did, it would be really alarming but you probably do relate to some of them if you have experienced burnout before. So that's something to keep in mind. So last but not least, let's talk about what you can do. So first and foremost, psychologists say you need to do the rule of three before you do anything else. And those three rules are sleep, eat, and drink. So what that means is you need to meet your basic needs. Like you can't heal in any way, shape, or form if you're not meeting these basic needs. So for me, that means scheduling actual time to eat my lunch and to have snacks throughout the day and to drink something that isn't just coffee. Lord knows I need help with that. And then most importantly, making sure you're getting enough sleep at night. And that that might mean sleeping in in the morning, which obviously is impossible for every job. But for me, it is. Um, right now, I've been letting myself <laughs> basically delay work till 10 a.m., which is pretty late for me, but it's been necessary because I'm losing my mind, and that has helped me a lot just sort of make sure that my basic needs are being met, and then beyond this, once you feel like, oh, okay, I think I'm not gonna die, you can start to focus on exercising and getting outside, so I don't mean you need to go to the gym, but I do mean you should try to get outside, maybe go on a walk, go on a run, do a very basic exercise routine. I've really gotten into like dance routines for fitness and I'm not a dancer like this isn't it's not for me but I have a lot of fun doing it and that makes me look forward to moving my body which is hard for me and another thing that's really hard is to make plans outside of work with others so you can't just do things by yourself which I love but um it's so easy to isolate yourself if you're feeling burned out and you need to really connect with others and really take advantage of your support system so schedule zoom calls with your family or friends or just like make plans on the weekends if it's safe to do so 
um, where you live. And if you have people in your life you can do that with during the coronavirus, try what you what you can. Um, and making those plans outside of work, even though I sometimes dread them, like I always feel so much better when they're happening. And it's like a really nice break from, from the stress. And that's just the truth. <laughs> and if you can, turn down any commitments that like you just don't think you can take on. So for instance, if there's a new project at work, it's okay to turn it down right now. Like we're going through chaos. If you feel like taking on that extra commitment is going to ruin your life, then don't do it. Like it, it's okay. And along those lines, I would highly recommend you talk to your clients or your brands or whoever you're working with and be really transparent about how you're feeling. Like burnout is very normal. They don't want you to burn out. Um, I've been open and honest with my clients about my workload and when I'm feeling overwhelmed and no one has ever bashed me for it. You do good work regularly, I'm sure they trust you, and letting them know that you need to take a step back for a minute will only mean that you come back well-rested and ready to do even better work, and that is just how it how it is. So, for instance, when I do check-ins, like, regularly with my clients, I will let them know if I'm feeling particularly burnt down. Sometimes they'll recommend taking a few days off. Sometimes they will be like, oh, great, we can delegate this to someone else, and that's usually not an issue. Obviously, that's not always the case, but just try not to take on more than you can afford to do. And if you can, schedule time off and set boundaries. So boundaries, we've already got a million episodes on this, but scheduling time off for me is intimidating because I have this fear that things are gonna like crumble when I step away, but obviously this does not happen. And maybe you can do a long weekend. Maybe you do a half day every once in a while. Maybe you take a whole week off, like do what you need to do to get the rex, bleh, rest and relaxation that you need and if you have to do a staycation if you have to go out to the woods if you need to go on a day trip if you need to go visit your family like I don't know what you gotta do but sometimes you gotta do it and uh, I'm giving you permission to do that so I know that dealing with burnout is really really hard it's something that can make you feel guilty and like you're making things up but it is real life and it's okay and you're gonna get through it and along these lines I'm taking a very short hiatus from this podcast because I need to step back. This is one of the commitments that I can turn down. And I also have a lot of really cool ideas for the future of this podcast, and I would like some time to really focus on those before I come back and hit the ground running. So in the meantime, I hope you all have a very productive week. I hope you get a vote because it is incredibly important. And I will talk to you all very soon. Bye. <laughs>